has appeared before the federal grand jury investigating Trump's role in the January 6 Capitol riots. Those breaking developments next. I'm Brick Coles. First, your ticket feed this hour. And on that note, take care of yourself and each other. The TV presenter, best known for his talk show, The Jerry Springer Show, which ran for nearly three decades, has died at the age of 79. An FBI director has appeared before Capitol Hill requesting billions of dollars to combat the rise of China's influence in the US. Our US correspondent Ronica Dudo with that report ahead. This doesn't change the fact that China has not been able to condemn Russia's illegal war, illegal invasion of Ukraine. NATO Secretary-General Jan Stoltenberg may have welcomed the first phone call between China and Ukraine, but wants Beijing to condemn Russia's involvement in the war. And the Queen was apparently horrified over the Prince Andrew's infamous BBC Newsnight interview. What she said to the disgraced royal, new info next. Now, from our headquarters at Ticker Park to the world, this is Ticker News. Hello to our viewers around the world. It's great to have your company. Brooke Coles with you this hour. Plenty ahead, but first to developing news. Breaking now, and former U.S. Vice President Mike Pence appeared before the federal grand jury investigating Trump's role in the, in the January 6 Capitol riots. Two black SUVs entered the courthouse around 9 a.m., an entrance that would allow witnesses to head up to the grand jury rooms on the third floor without being seen. The testimony is a significant development in the special counsel's probe. Pence could provide critical info into Trump's thinking in the days leading up to the attack on the U.S. Capitol. This is the footage of the SUVs leaving the courthouse at about 4.30 p.m. local time. Last month, the federal judge ordered Pence to comply with a subpoena to testify and Trump failed in a bid to block his former vice president's testimony. In a recent interview with News Nation, Pence got asked if there's anything a January 6th grand jury could ask him that he hasn't already been told. I've made it very clear. We'll comply with the law and we'll tell the truth. But as to your question, I, I will tell you, I, I, I can't imagine what else there is to tell. I mean, the American people lived that day. We saw it unfold well, in real time and in my book and in countless interviews. Uh, I've told the American people what I occurred that day and uh, I'll be telling the same story uh, when I sit down. TV icon Jerry Springer has died at the age of 79. The TV presenter, best known for his talk show, The Jerry Springer Show, which ran for nearly three decades from 1991, well, that chat show did become a symbol of lowbrow TV over the course of almost 5,000 episodes. Insults don't change reality. No, I know change. you want it. It doesn't it change doesn't reality. Change. It doesn't yeah. change, Let me change tell you the fact something. that God the six million put the people, enmity between yeah. your race yes. and my race. Right. Yes. And I hate but you. But you see, that's the difference. I don't hate you. I feel sorry oh, for yeah. you. Well, I only I hate, hate I you. Hate I only hate you. Hate Springer's publicists say he died peacefully on Thursday at his home in Chicago. TMZ reports Springer was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer a few short months ago before his health took a turn for the worse. A spokesman for the family described him as irreplaceable and his loss hurts immensely, but his heart and humour will live on. Fellow chat host Ricky Lake led the tributes on social, saying a lovely man, may he rest in peace. Meanwhile, broadcaster Pierre Morgan described Springer as a TV icon 
born and such an intelligent, warm and funny man. Springer's family asked that in lieu of flowers, people should make a donation or an act of kindness to someone in need. In tribute to the way Springer would sign off from his talk show, he says, take care of yourself and each other. And on that note, take care of yourself and each other. FBI Director Christopher Wray has appeared before Capitol Hill to request billions of dollars to combat the rise of China's influence in the United States. Ticket US correspondent Veronica Dudo has more from New York. A congressional committee examining the threat from the Chinese Communist Party says the FBI is not sharing information about its efforts to stop Beijing over police stations in the United States after two men were arrested for allegedly running one such operation in New York City's Chinatown. Lawmakers want officials to be transparent on whether there are additional Chinese police stations in America. On Thursday, FBI Director Christopher Wray was in the hot seat on Capitol Hill. He's making his case to Congress about why he thinks the FBI should get $11.5 billion of taxpayer money this year. During his testimony, he laid it out on the line about how he sees the biggest threat to America right now. My priority uh, has been since early during my time as director, the Chinese government and the Chinese Communist Party, which I think represents the greatest threat to our country. Uh, and we've grown the number of investigations into uh, the Chinese government and their uh, actors uh, by about 1300 percent. Ray says currently the FBI has over 2000 open investigations into the threat from China. Reporting in New York for Ticker News, I'm Veronica Dudo. NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg has welcomed the first phone call between Chinese President Xi Jinping and Ukraine's Vladimir Zelensky since Russia's invasion of Ukraine started. Zelensky described the phone call as long and meaningful, saying Xi had expressed words of support for the extension of a deal to export Ukrainian grain from its Black Sea ports. Stoltenberg also says NATO allies had delivered almost all their promised combat vehicles to Ukraine, but still wants China to condemn Moscow's involvement. I welcome the call between uh, President Zelensky and President uh, Xi. Um, uh, I think it's important also that uh, China gets a better uh, understanding of the Ukrainian perspectives. Um, this doesn't change the fact that uh, China has not been able to condemn a Russia's illegal war, illegal invasion of uh, Ukraine. Samsung flagged a gradual recovery for chips in the second half of the year after its semiconductor business reported a record $3.4 billion loss, driven of course by a chip glut from weak demand for tech devices. Francis Maguire reports. Samsung reported its smallest profit for any quarter in 14 years on Thursday. The South Korean firm said operating profit fell to just under $479 million for the January-March period. That was down 95% from a year earlier. Samsung's semiconductor business was a key drag on the firm, reporting a $3.4 billion loss. Chip prices plunged during the period due to a global economic slowdown and lower corporate spending. But the world's largest chip maker was still positive about the year ahead. It said customers would start buying chips again in the second half of the year. Shoppers around the world have cut back on purchases due to surging inflation. 
It means smartphone, personal computer and server companies have run down inventories, and that has caused chip prices to drop by about 70% over the previous nine months. Samsung's mobile business was a bright spot. It reported $2.9 billion profit in the first quarter, up from a year earlier. The Queen was apparently horrified over Prince Andrew's infamous BBC Newsnight interview. The late monarch remained publicly silent amid Prince Andrew's defence of sexual assault allegations. But the late monarch's private feelings have now been exposed by royal insiders. Prince Andrew was removed from official royal duties in the days after this interview aired in 2019. The former BBC journalist who interviewed Prince Andrew says he was summoned to the palace after the late Queen read the transcript shortly before the broadcast. A royal insider says if Prince Andrew had listened to the Queen and his daughter Princess Beatrice, who both tried to talk him out of the TV appearance, things would perhaps be different today. The insider went on to say although the Queen might have been horrified, it was too difficult to stop the interview because that would create more publicity. Okay, you're up to date. Stay with us. We have plenty more Ticker News and analysis coming up right after this short break. You're watching Ticker News. More news is just minutes away.